Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to How To Be Sound, a podcast presented by me, journalist and writer Rosemary McCabe, in which I try to figure out how to be better at life by interviewing people who are sounder than me. If you've been following me on any social media platform, or if you're subscribed to my Patreon, Cough, a subscription service which you can sign up to for as little as $1 a month, which works out at about 89 cents, and you can read a whole raft of my writing as well as help me make this very podcast, you'll know that I've recently dipped a toe into the world of dating. Well, who am I kidding? My whole damn leg is in there, probably both legs. A lot of the time it actually feels like the water is way over my head. But I digress. It's something I've been talking a lot about on my social media channels and something people have been talking a lot about to me. And it seems like even though being single can feel a lot like being alone, there are a lot of us who are in this situation together, in our 20s or 30s, single, trawling through online dating sites in an attempt to find someone we like enough to spend time with and fancy enough to want to have sex with and, crucially, someone who feels the same way about us. And the general consensus is that it's not easy. And with social media, online dating, the proliferation of hookups, sexting and quote-unquote NSA fun, that's no strings attached fun, kids, it doesn't seem like it's getting any easier. So with that in mind, I thought it would be interesting and valuable to talk to someone else who's navigating this very choppy sea about her experience. Today's guest is Jeannie McDonald, Senior Sanctions Analyst and Single Woman. That sounds very Bridget Jones. It's okay. Sometimes I feel like Bridget Jones. Just a little bit stylish. More stylish. Oh, I think Bridget Jones was probably stylish for her time. Really? Well, I just think of granny knickers. I don't own any. I'm wearing them right now. You don't own any? <laughs> no. Really? None. Zero. Now, mine aren't even the, like, sucky any ones. They're just really big, really comfortable. Like, I wear them when I have my period. No, I just, I just can't. It's like wearing a pair of big shorts. I think of GA shorts. Really comfy. No, I'm a thong girl. They're really cosy. Oh, well. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, do you remember how we first met or how we first became aware of each other? Probably 10 or 12 years ago at a tweet up back when Twitter was teeny tiny. Yeah. I think in the village. Like, but I feel like in the village. Yeah. I feel like that weirdly was the same night that I was on the Late Late Show talking about online dating. And Ryan Tuberty asked me, had I met anyone yet? And I in like a faux... Dublin accent said, well, you don't see a ring on me finger. <laughs> Why did I do that on live television? I do not know. But I feel like I don't really remember that. I remember the first time that I became aware of you was when we were, we had kind of been dating the same person. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, not, not really at the same time, I don't think. I no, think you've no. gone on a couple of dates with them before me. Mine was a very long-winded thing. I mean, mine was kind of long-winded as well. Like, when I talked about it afterwards, I remember saying to my friends, oh, I, was, I was seeing this guy. And then when I thought about it, I was like, I actually wasn't. Like we went on three or four dates, maybe max. But it was like spread over this long, drawn out yeah. back and forth. But that's just what he wanted. It was the same with me. What, like long, long drawn, drawn out, out texting? A fuck buddy, essentially. But like, we didn't fuck enough to be fuck buddy. Like, we did. Oh, well, now you're just <laughs> showing off. Um, how long have you been single for? Um, I think about a year and a half now. 
Oh, okay. So not that long. Like I, no. I've been single, kind of give or take a kind of a short uh, relationship stint for it'll be a year in July. Yeah. So we're both relatively new. Um, and have you been dating like for the whole time that you've been single or? No, no. I go through phases of using these apps, these wonderful apps. And I think each app that you use kind of has a different background to it. So I've tried Tinder, which I think is mainly a sex one, I think. Bumble. I'm not a huge fan of Bumble. Obviously, the girl has to do most of the work. Yeah, so Bumble, Bumble for the uninitiated is essentially like Tinder. So you swipe left for no, right for yes. But if you match with somebody, it is up to the the woman in the equation. And I mean, obviously, we're just talking about straight couples here because that's what we're both... our preference. After, yeah. Um, if you know what I mean. But uh, so I don't know how Bumble works. I presume you can't. Like, is there Bumble for gay men? I have no idea. And then who know. would message first? It's like a stalemate. Well, it's just like <laughs> Tinder then and fucking nobody messages anybody. Exactly. But on Bumble, exactly. yeah, you have to message first. And Tinder, anybody can message. And I feel on Bumble, you're expected to be entertaining to warrant a response. I know. That's and so some guys strange. will actually say in their bios, if you don't say something funny or entertaining or witty don't expect me to say anything back to you like get off your high horse you're on it too and also sorry but like this guy saying make sure you're being entertaining and funny probably has his own name misspelled and is wearing a fucking flat cap in his (laughs) photographs I honestly don't I mean we all like I'm sure they could say that looking at my profile as well we all do get very high horsey about these things sometimes but like you know, give us a break. Like, it's really exhausting. I was chatting to one guy who told me that he just sends everybody this, the exact same responses. He was saying that he sends people the exact same opening gambit. So yeah. he's 28. And if he talks to somebody above the age of 30, he messages them and says, how's the cougar? <gasps> and if he messages somebody <laughs> under the age of 30, he just says, so does this make us boyfriend and girlfriend? If they've matched. I've seen that one. I've yeah. seen that one. And I've started saying that to people now too, because I think it's funny. Yeah. Although I think guys like that less than girls. Girls are like, ha he's talking about being in a relationship where his guys are like, <laughs> danger zone. Although that could just be my perception. I will admit that at this point I have Googled the most effective ways to open up a conversation on Bumble because I just got so fed up. And what of, do Google say? You get, I mean, you've seen some of them. Some of them are what you've just talked about right there. But I think most of them are probably written and aimed at an American market. Mm. Where mm. it's kind of like kind of funny jokes, haha. Yeah. Of or they'll go like 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 ask them what, what the most exciting thing they've ever done is, or ask them what the most like the most expensive meal they've ever eaten. I'm like, no. Yeah. Or you know, stupid things like you know, if you're going to go on a desert island, name what five would you things, bring? You yeah, know, yawn. Yeah, that's not going to cut it here. There's a yeah. higher, definitely a higher mark here. I think. Well, I think people just want kind of I hate the word, but they want banter. Yeah, and sometimes you know I mean? you're just not in the mood. Oh I my mean, God, so not in the mood. I could be sitting on the toilet swiping. Yes, I do look at my phone on the toilet. Everybody does. I swipe when I'm having my porridge in the morning. If I'm bored at work, I just take the phone out and have a swipe and see who's around. And then sometimes you like see someone across from you in work and you're like, oh shit, okay. Do you ever swipe right on people you know? Like somebody at work? Yes, like, I actually do just to see so what do they've I. done. So do I, yeah. Just curiosity would kill me if I went yeah. the other way. So yeah, sometimes I swipe right and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they like, didn't you do it. Fucking they lucky. went left. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and sometimes you. I imagine like what I'd say that I'd be like, oh, little do we know we both fancy each other sitting three feet away from each other. But that'd be awkward. I feel as though when we talk about 
being single, single, singlehood, singledom, there are kind of two ways of being single, right? Yeah. So there's being single and dating and like mm-hmm. actively putting yourself out there and like really trying to go on dates. And then the other one is like not dating and avoiding romantic encounters and truly trying to quote unquote enjoy your own company. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like I have very rarely been single for a long stretch of time and any time that I have been single I've been dating or like I've been when I was younger going out and like hooking up yeah. you know just like snogging someone or like sleeping with someone yeah it's very rare that I would have a period of more than like six months of where nothing. I would kiss someone or meet someone I fancied and my sister's always kind of saying to me you know you really should be actively single and by actively single she means not try to meet someone not go on any dates not kiss anyone spend some time like getting to know yourself is that something that you've ever done I feel it's probably down to other factors rather than just, you know, as people say, you need to love yourself and get to know yourself a little bit better. Yeah, you do. But I mean, it depends on, I think, greater or bigger scenarios or what's going on in your life in general. I probably last year spent quite a lot of, we'll say, time on my own as being absolutely single. Wasn't really interested. I think Mm. that probably went down for about eight or nine months. I just switched off and wasn't bothered. And then I think as you kind of look around and you see, you know, you're going to more weddings, you're going to more this and that. And then you're like asking your friends, do they want to go out on a Saturday night like you would have 10 years ago? Mm. But they're like, oh, no, sorry, I got a babysit. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot you're married with a mortgage and like yeah. two snotty children hanging off you. So basically your life, your going out life is over. It's very different. Yeah. And you have to plan in advance. So but I think it depends. I go through phases like at the moment now. I recently went out and met this guy for dinner and drinks and a one night thing. And that was it. And and that was totally fine. But, you know, in a month's time, I might Where'd not. Where did you go for dinner? We didn't really have dinner. We went to the big romance. Okay. Fair. Um, but You're making to... that sound very American. I was like, dinner and drinks. I know. But actually, he lives in uh, San Francisco. He's a startup guy. Yeah. And I found it really interesting because he's actually, he was Irish. He was born in Ireland. He sounds American. He spent most of his life in America, but he treats, we had a very interesting conversation about dating and and online dating. He treats it almost like a business thing. So he's like, he shows me, or I'm looking at his profile. He writes a specific profile aiming at women that he thinks that he would really attract. Like he put a lot of thought into it, whereas mine is like, I don't know, breezy or something. Does he sound? He sounds awful. No, he actually, he was okay. He was and super intelligent, so I had to like, you know, keep my wits about me. But that just sounds but so calculating th- in a very kind of cold way. It suits him for his lifestyle in mm. San Francisco. For me, for that night, that was fine. Yeah, I would yeah. never think there would be anything more than that with him. But that was, you know, I just said, oh, look, I'll just try this and see how it goes. Then two weeks later, I went out with a guy who is from Cork, which is always a green a green flag for me. Um, sad as that sounds, I'm also from Cork, <laughs> if anyone hasn't guessed already. And I said, OK, look, I'll talk to him for about a week, see how that goes. And I brought him back to the big romance. So obviously that's like my date bar. <laughs> Mortifying. But it's a good bar. And I'm going on a date in the big romance tomorrow. Go, go. <laughs> And uh, went in there and I thought, you know, I've spoken for a week. We're going to have stuff in common. We oh, no. had nothing. But uh, but I think common. that's something that happens. Like often you can be talking to somebody for ages and you feel like you really get to know them. But without having them in front of you, talking to them 
hearing their jokes coming out of their mouth, seeing their facial expressions. Yeah. You can suddenly, the things that you thought you were gelling about aren't there in real yeah. life. I you think I, mean? I, I think I was just being a bit too hasty with this guy. I should have really, really kind of paid him a little bit more attention. And right before I left, I thought maybe this is not going to go so well. I just had a mm. weird feeling. And I spent two hours in there, drank two very, very slow gins and there was tumbleweeds going went across. Home. I was like, how am I going to get out? But he just spoke about his ex-girlfriends and I was like, oh no, come on. Like, I mean, and you know what? A friend of mine went on a date the other day and she came home and I was like, oh, how was your date? And she was like, oh, I don't know. We ended up talking a lot about dating, which I always feel like is a bad sign. You know, she was like, that's like the last thing you ask. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's like the first thing I ask. Then I'm like, have you gone on any really terrible dates? Because I'm like, that's an easy thing to ease in. Yeah. And I also feel like you get a good idea of, you know, if somebody goes, I went on a terrible date because the girl started talking about feminism like that's a really extreme example and then yeah. I'd be like oh like well. you're a knob but I do think that you get a kind of an idea if somebody goes I went on a date where like I went on a date with a guy say a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about dating and he said that he'd gone on a date with this girl and that they got on okay but he felt like she was very vulnerable and she was in a bad place in her life and he felt like she was going to be very clingy and he said Uh-oh. you know I feel like she's the type of girl who would have gone home with me after one date Ooh. and then he went I mean there's nothing wrong with that necessarily but he was like, I just feel like she was really looking for somebody. And I was like, as soon as he said that, I was going, yeah, hi, like I'm that type, that quote unquote type of girl as well. Yeah. And there's also, there's not a type of person who does that. But that really made me go, okay, red flag. We have very different values. Yeah. So I feel like that's actually a good way of like figuring people out. But the thing about your San Francisco guy mm. that I really like and that I had an experience like a really similar experience with actually actually the guy who said how's the cougar because oh, yeah. I'm 34 so he said that to me I'm older and when he told me that that's what he says to women over 30 and I was really shocked and he was like no he's like it's actually a good thing because he was like if if they get thick and they get annoyed and he was like I know that they're probably not going to fuck me and yeah. I was like what and he was like yeah like he was like I'm just looking for he was like I like I'm just I just want to hook up with people yeah and that's what like our quote unquote date was right but like he was so explicit about it and he texted me the other day and he said what are you doing tonight and I said oh I'm actually what did I say I said I no I said I'm actually surfing the crimson wave so <laughs> I, you know like I'm not doing anything and I'm not having you over so I can entertain you kind of thing and then he said oh, okay like maybe another time and I said you know if you'd been clever you could have said why don't I come over and we'll hang out and I'll bring food or whatever yeah and probably you would have ended up getting something something and he goes oh no I think it's much better to be honest and I was like, yeah, that's that's true. Because I think like in my 20s as well, I think when I had casual hookups or had casual sex with people, it was always with the hope that they were going to fall in love with me. Yeah. And if somebody said, I'll come over and we'll hang out, I was like, oh my God, he wants to hang out with me. Whereas at least with that guy, I was like, this is not a hangout thing. This isn't a, I want to spend time yeah. with you. This is literally just, He's straight up. I want this one thing. And he was really, really straight up about it. And that's something that like when I, when I said on Instagram that I was going to do this episode, I got a lot of questions from women saying, how do you navigate around all the men who are just out for sex? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that you can actually gauge from their responses and the conversation a lot of the time who's actually interested in dating mm. and possibly more versus let's just go have sex. Yeah. And I think the mistake that a lot of people probably make and that I know I used to make is that I'd be like, no, when he meets me, yeah, he'll really like me. Do you know what I mean? That I'd yeah. be like oh, we'll meet each other and we'll get on so well. Whereas now I'm like, if somebody shows their hand immediately and is like, I'm just, I just want to fuck, then I'm going, okay, that's what this is, that's what this is or isn't going to be, but it's not going to be anything else. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to change your mind. Yeah. But it is like, there are so many. 
And there's so many men who are thick as well that you're like, <laughs> I might be interested in hooking up with you. But like, a guy messaged me the other day and said, I really want to fuck you. And that was it? No opener? That was That his was opener. his opener. Okay. And I was like, what did he, like, I wonder if I had written back and said, oh my God, amazing. Nobody's ever wanted to fuck me before. Why don't you come over right now? Would, would he have? No. I think he wouldn't. I think it's no. just bravado. Yeah, I think it's like the thrill of... Oh, I said that to, to her. Yeah. yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. the dick pic the dick scenario. Picks. We have to talk about that. I have so many dick pics on my phone. And you know what? My mom has this printer, right, that prints out really tiny. It's one of these mini photo printers, <laughs> really tiny mini photos. But she also has paper, magnet paper. So I'm going to print out all of these dick pics on magnet paper and put them on my fridge. Fantastic. I think it's going to be so, like, like a little dick gallery. <laughs> I actually showed, this is awful now, speaking of my mom, I showed her a dick pic the other day. Oh, really? And she goes, what is that? <laughs> now, granted, it was a very strange colour, so it wasn't immediately distinguishable. And she went, what? We were in Marks and Spencer. She's like, what? I don't know why I chose to show her Marks and Spencer. And then later on, I said to my dad, oh, I showed my, I said something like, I showed mom a dick pic and she didn't know what it was. And I was like, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what that's saying. And he goes, I'll, he goes, I'll send you a photo of mine later on. So you have it on your phone forever. And she goes, deadpan, if you sent me a photo of your penis, I would throw my phone in the bin. <laughs> oh my God. What's your latest dick pic and what um, was the context? Well, I think I didn't speak about plenty of fish. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. And I think that's like dick pic central. To me, that is just that that app is scraping the barrel. Apologies to anyone you know who might be offended by that. You know, but. it's awful. Like I've met two people from Plenty of Fish. Yeah, who seemed really nice. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, what are you doing on Plenty of Fish? But then I'm like, what am I doing on Plenty of Fish? Well, like, I just I'm just on it for the pure entertainment. It is very interesting. So so Plenty of Fish is unlike Tinder and Bumble in that you sign up, you put your photos photos on, you fill out your profile. And anybody can message anyone. anybody, anybody. Yeah, and you can upgrade then to you know to see if people have read your messages. You can upgrade to do I don't know what else you can do. I'm send photos. Sure. Men can't um, hilariously. Did you know that men can't send photographs no. initially unless they've upgraded or something? Women oh. can, and men also can't can't type out the word horny. They can't write the word cock. Stop. Somebody was asking me about cocktails, and they start to, out the word cock, I and I was like, what? Yeah, I just I get a mixed. Uh, a mixed bag we'll say on that so anything from I've had like 23 year olds up to oh yeah a 62 year old messaging me there are a lot of men on these dating apps because I have my age set up to I think maybe 45 yeah and there's some of them okay so there's some of them where I'm looking at them and I'm like oh you've been out in the sun a lot (laughs) like you're just not looking very fresh and then there are other guys who I'm like, you are absolutely in your dreams, 39. Yeah. Like you're 55 if you're a day. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a message from a 21 year old the other day who was basically like, I've always liked older women. Have you been with younger men? And I was like, well, yeah, but like not that young. My 21 feels very young. I couldn't. I remember being so drunk at my 21st. That's just all I associate with. I can't remember girls. mine. I think I had three of them. Three 21sts? Yeah. Just to, for different bunches. Oh my god, that's so fancy. But back to the... Oh, sorry, back to Plenty of Fish. Back to Plenty of Fish. I had a guy, I think I well, I had one guy going on about my eyebrows, told you that. Oh yeah. Um, that was weird. I've actually seen a lot of men talking about eyebrows, saying things like, I'm only interested if you have your real eyebrows, god. which I find offensive because I don't. I have too much of <laughs> my own. I think own. it's subtle. But I've, I've had a couple of them, they're like, you know, 26, 27, and I'm like, I am 38. 
you know, really, I'm not interested in you. And then some of them go, well, can't you pretend to be 30? No, I can't. What? I was born Do they in- mean like in a sexy role play way? I or- have no idea. They're like, can you not just pretend you're 30? And I'm like, no, I was born in 1980. I can't change that fact. That yeah. is my birth date. So no, you're too young. I have no interest in you. I hooked up with a guy a couple of weeks ago who was 25. Yeah. So that was like a nine year age gap. Yeah. And he was, he was really nice. He was really cute. But like we got chatting then at one point and stuff like he didn't remember. I think he didn't, he didn't know what Bebo was. Oh God. And like, he didn't really remember like life before Facebook. Or, or mobile phones. Oh no, I wouldn't say I remember that either. Well, actually the most crucial thing was he, he lives in Sagart, which is near where I went to school in Rathcool. Okay. And he doesn't remember when there was no Avoca in Rathcool, which is such a minor oh. thing, but it was so significant to us when that Avoca opened up and we finally yeah. had somewhere nice to go for lunch. And I was like, oh my God, remember when that wasn't there? And he was like, no. No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, the thing is like, if you're, if you're just kind of hooking up or you're just having a casual thing. Yeah. Then... Age isn't so important. No, it's not. But at the same time, you want to be able to have a chat with someone and like have a laugh. At least be on the same wavelength, which you obviously have more of a chance of if you're closer in age. I yeah. think. Well, my best friend is dating a guy who's 11 years younger. I thought you were going to say who's 11. No. I was like, that's not allowed. And, you know, but he's very mature for his age. You know, yeah. he doesn't look young or anything. You know, I think all, all of that is very different. Um, my last boyfriend was eight years younger than me. And when I started dating him initially, I had no idea how old he was because he looked older. So I just assumed he was. Then on day three, which was kind of awkward because he lived in another country, I figured out that there was an eight year age gap. And I was like, "Uh oh, and I thought, oh, do you know what? You can't really tell. It didn't really matter. But, I mean, it all depends on the person, I guess, essentially. Yeah. yeah. My ex was six years younger than me and we dated for five years. And it didn't make so much of a difference except for when we started thinking kind of theoretically. So when, when, you know, we'd be talking about maybe getting married one day or getting engaged or having kids. And a lot of the things he just wasn't ready to think about. Yeah. And I I obviously was, you know, when I was like, well, no, like I'm at an age now where if I want to have kids, I need to start thinking about it and... You know, I would like to get married. All my friends are married. And not even like all my friends are married, but it was kind of like I'm at the phase of my life now where there are certain things that I, I want to take the next step and we've been going out for five years. Whereas yeah. for him, he was obviously still very young. So it wasn't so much. And that's something that I was going to say, like when people say to me now, would you not take time to be single? Like I definitely get the kind of panic of I don't have that much fucking time. And especially if because like I, mm. all, I, I never thought I wanted kids. Until about, conveniently, about two years ago when I suddenly went, oh, you know what? I, well, actually, I had this dream yeah. that I had a baby. Okay. And in my dream, I was breastfeeding the baby. Yeah. It was, it was like, like not a particularly action heavy dream. I was just had this baby that I was breastfeeding. And I woke up the next morning and when I realized that this baby wasn't real, I was so heartbroken. Distraught, yeah. Mm. And I really felt the loss of this like mythical dream baby. And ever since then, I've kind of gone, oh, actually, I think it'd be quite nice. Like, I think I'd quite like to have kids. And I also, yeah. and, I, and like, I've, I've had fertility testing, so I know that my egg reserve is quite low. Oh, me too. So exciting. Yeah, mine is low too. Great. I mean, like, the thing about having a low egg reserve as well is you only need one good egg. You only need one good egg to get fertilized at yeah. the right good time, if you know what I mean. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it'll be harder, but it's just something to kind of bear in mind. Yeah. And, and so I guess now, like what I'm trying to say is when people say, would you not take, take some time to be single? I always joke and go like, well, every day I, I lose more eggs. 
But it's but fucking true. It is true. And I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I suppose, well, I'm 38. So I'm really kind of fucked now, to be honest. But it also puts, I suppose, an invisible pressure on myself when I do try and go and date someone. Mm. Because I think, you know, the person, the last person I dated, I assumed I was going to get married and have children, blah, 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 right? The rest of the house. And then a year and a half ago, I just thought, this isn't for me. And then, like, I could have stayed mm. with all of those things on the plate in front of me and just, you know, gotten on with it as people used to do. But I mm. just thought, sod this, you know, this isn't for me. But the other side of, of that coin was the realisation that I probably won't have children now because I am 38. And then when you're online dating, I think I'm trying to be a little bit more picky as to who I am dating because mm. I don't have that much of a window should I want to have children. Yeah. And unfortunately, my ovaries might as well be two big clocks that are ticking very yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. And I know that that is obvious, obvious probably to people when they see my age. I don't look my age, which is great, but whatever. My mm. ovaries are 38 yeah. and my egg count will be low. So it's also an added pressure. And then most of my friends are on baby number two. Yeah, same. You know, and it's like, oh, yay, someone else is pregnant. You're happy for them, but it's also a stark reminder mm. that you probably won't have the same yeah. feeling or family as, as they do. Yeah. Which isn't always great, by the way. No, no, of course not. And like, you know, I, I don't for a second think, oh, they have perfect lives and they're really yeah. happy all the time. But I do find it really hard now, kind of for a combination of reasons. So like I... I suffer from depression and I sometimes get a bit kind of socially anxious. Mm. But lately I found stuff like baby showers, engagement parties, weddings less so because weddings feel more like There's no a time. big family affair. Yeah, and you, you know get what married I mean? at any stage. Yeah, true. But the baby showers, I just find like sometimes make me really upset and then I feel awful because I feel really guilty that I'm like, I am happy for you. I'm really happy for you that you're having this baby. I'm really excited to meet this baby. It's like, it's amazing. Yeah. But I'm also sad for myself because I thought that at this point in my life I didn't always think that I would have children yeah but I never ever thought that I would be the one left behind and that's what if it, you know what I mean that's and a, that's what it feels a like. good description because you kind of feel left behind mm. or I know that some of my friends when they have like kids birthday parties I don't get invited yeah because I don't have any yeah but that's not really to say that I don't want to go and see all of them mm. but they kind of think maybe the kinder thing is not to invite I her. think they probably think it's really fucking boring as well like, like a lot of my friends who have kids are like having kids is fucking boring like spend the whole day giving out to them about shit you don't care about just because you don't want them to grow up to be assholes you know what I mean that you're like don't do that don't do that put that down They're put already that down put there, that though. down yeah <laughs> and you're just like this is so boring so like my friends who have kids I remember I went to one of the birthday parties maybe her kid was three or maybe her other kid was one I can't remember and like, just went and like saw everyone. But I think she was really surprised that I went. She was like, oh, like, I'm sure it's not your thing. I was like, no, I just want to come and see everyone. And like, of course, I'll come and yeah. be happy. And like, it was a really, really nice day. But I do think sometimes they think they're kind of saving you. But they're not really. Well, for me, it's easier to no. get to see them all in one place. Because yeah, yeah. it's harder because, you know, some kid is sick or yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. get a babysitter. You know. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Know the story. There's yeah, yeah, true. Way. Yeah. But I mean, that's something I think about being single and not, not even from the kids thing. Like, I have a lot of friends who would have kind of dinner parties and stuff yeah. with couples. Yes. And I don't get invited. Yeah. And I think as well, they probably think I wouldn't want to come with the, like, three married couples. So I don't think it's out of any, like, oh, we won't invite this yeah. other person. You know what I mean? But, and, and I'm like, also, I'm not sure if I would want to go. Like, because I do see that scene in Bridget Jones where they're like, so, Bridge, <laughs> why are so many women in their 30s single now? You yeah. Know, but I'm like, Jesus, if somebody said that to me, I'd fucking box them in the face. <laughs> So I do have a fear that it would turn into that. Yeah. But like not getting invited is hard sometimes. It is. And I think, you know, they don't see that side of it, obviously. They don't want to hurt your feelings. But mm. I couldn't care less if I was there with someone or not. It makes no difference to me. But it's the fact, I think, for me that, you know, or, or couples going on weekends away. Mm. Although I actually, I, like couples or no, one of my friends is always trying to get us to do group things. Yeah. Group weekends away and that's not my thing at all. So I wouldn't go anyway. Yeah, I probably would though. I've, I think yeah. I would. You know. Yeah, yeah. See, people are different. But equally, I, I've i gone places on my own, which I also think is, is you know, people need to do that more. Mm. A lot of girls I know won't even go to the cinema on their own. Oh my God, the cinema on your own is a big thing for people. I'm like, you're sitting in a room in the dark. Yeah, you watching can't a talk. movie. Who cares who's next yeah. to you? You know, there's nothing wrong with going on trips on your own. Like I've gone no. to Berlin and Barcelona. Well, except for that it's, that's really expensive. I mean, Airbnb makes it better now. But like if you want to, because I'm a big hotel fan. So am I. But if you go to a hotel on your own, you're paying more. It's really annoying. Yeah, well, I figured out that if you just say that it's a double occupancy rather than single... It's cheaper. If you put down single a lot of the time, they charge you more. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. So, so if you're booking a room in Europe, you just book the room yeah. for two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Do you, suppose you do, I was going to say something really stupid and go, do you get double breakfast? But if it's a buffet, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. Um, do you frequently or ever meet guys online, either like get talking to them or actually go on a date and think this is going to be it? Like, because, I mean, I'm asking because I do. At least um, every third man I speak to, I'm like, this is it now. I think you're probably a lot more successful at this than I am. No, no, no. I'm but, just deluded. Well, so like I get chatting to someone and I'm like, he seems perfect. I will say, right, in the last 12 months, I've probably been on about five dates, we'll say five different people dates. Um, so there was one kind of this time last year that I met online and I just thought he was amazing. And I was like, I can't believe you were on Tinder. You're fantastic. You're fabulous. Like he was kind of arty, really smart and just a really, really nice guy. And then I was supposed to meet him for dinner and it was my dad's first anniversary. This is really shit. He texted me on my dad's first anniversary last year and went, um, 
Yeah, I think this was like three months or like t- day 10 or something. He day went, 10. yeah, so you think you're safe. Like, mm-hmm. So he just went, yeah, I just, I just don't think. He texted think, you. Yeah, on the day. I don't think um, I can meet you for dinner. And I was like, why? He went, I just, I don't think I can date right now. He was getting divorced, right? Which I don't care about. And he was like, there's just so much on. And I was obviously upset anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I mean, that really knocked me for sex. Like, it took me a long time to get over that. But that's such a coward's way out as well, that you're like, meet up with somebody and actually sit that's down I, yeah. and have the courtesy to explain it to them. Listen, I made it as hard as possible for him. And I just thought, I actually said all that. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, how how could you do this? By text, not yeah. on the day or anything like that, because, you know, it's kind of just a day. But by text messages. like. And what did he say? He was like, I don't think I have anything else to say. He just became really cold about it. And oh, because he, well, well, he basically was going, I need to pull off the plaster and do this. Yeah. In the, in the easiest way for me. And then he had done it and he was like, it's done. And two days right. before that, we would a really, really fun date, a picnic out in Phoenix Park, having a laugh. You know, there was you shouldn't, n- nothing you sh- wrong. Okay. Yeah. Anybody listening, any men, any men listening to this, <laughs> all four of you, do not bring a woman on a fucking picnic. Unless you're going to propose to her within six months. A picnic means business. Picnic is like romance shit. Picnic was romance and it was really fun and we were like, we had a great And did fun. you like lie down on the picnic mat and kiss? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course yeah, you did. Yeah. It's everything that you think it was, apart from, you know, there wasn't a happy ending. Like, that's outrageous. Dodgy. Yeah. But yeah, I was really, really kind of knocked by that one. So it took me a while and then I ended up matching with this artist guy. Really you love cute. an artist, which is, which is funny because you work yeah. in the bank and I would consider myself a quote unquote creative. The only men I seem to date are white collar workers. They I, all work in the bank. I don't particularly like them either. I'm kind of torn between the white collar and the arty, maybe tattoo artist, artist kind I'd of. I love a tattoo artist. If I could find something in the middle, you know, an arty person. <laughs> tattoo artist by night, banker by banker day. Banker by day. <laughs> uh, Fund account. Oh, that would be good. No, Lots of money. Oh, I don't know. They're always kind of boring. Well, no, yeah. Okay. But oh yeah, I'm kind of torn between the two sides. But anyway, so that guy was literally bang on in the middle. He had the arty side and he had the sensible side and he was a caring guy. But obviously a dick underneath to do that to me. Oh, this is the, this the, the last the, the, guy. The 10 dead guy. And then so the next guy was kind of arty. The next guy was arty. And um, I'm not going to say too much about it because someone might figure out who he is. <laughs> but um, he doesn't live in Ireland anymore. He lives it's hosier. <laughs> <laughs> not with that hair I <laughs> no like thanks. his hair imagine if it um, was so I matched him and on, it was on Bumble actually and I thought it was being hilarious because I saw him and I was like oh he's really cute and he's you know he's he looks like my kind of guy then I was I forgot about it because I was on a night out and then I woke up the next morning I was like shit it was like you've 20 minutes to do something so <laughs> I sent a full stop Right, because I couldn't think of anything clever to say, but I just needed to buy another 24 hours on Bumble. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I sent a full stop. And did you write back? Yeah. He, yeah. He was like, that's the most unimaginative thing anyone's ever done. So I was like, yes. Um, so got talking to him. Turns out that he was only here working on a project and then he was going back to Berlin. Was it his Nina Cries Power <laughs> music video? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, okay. Um, so then I was like, Berlin, hello, I'm going there in three weeks. So 
yeah, you can you can uh, put the rest of it together. So I met him in Berlin. We had some fun. We had a lot of fun. And that was it? Hung out the next day. Yeah, sure, he lives in Berlin. Yeah. And Whereas then, he, if that was me, I'd still be messaging him and imagining moving to Berlin. <sighs> but like, where, where, where are we going to live when I move to Berlin? No, no. Yeah, it was for what it was. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if I go back, yeah, I'm sure I'll just, you know, do you want to go for a beer, etc., etc. Yeah, et yeah. And then more recently... Some, another topic someone asked me to bring up was ghosting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go on. So this is going to kind of cross paths with catfishing also. So uh, this was a, a guy on Tinder. Okay, well, hang on now. Just in case like old people are listening. Oh, sorry. Ghosting is when somebody essentially just never writes back so they could be dead. Yeah. I saw a really good thing on Twitter the other day where somebody said... Any man who's never written back to me has sadly died. <laughs> I I think about them often, but I know they would want me to move on and date other men. <laughs> so that's what ghosting is. And then catfishing, I don't know where catfishing got its name really. I don't know. Is basically if, say if I took Jeannie's picture and I made an online profile and I called myself Sarah and all my pictures were of Jeannie, so I'm using somebody else's face. And then when it actually comes time to meet up, you just keep making excuses and don't show up, but you're like messaging someone for ages. That's kind of catfishing. Or you show up and you're <gasps> a completely different person. Tell me more. So, <laughs> I can't say too much because I don't want to give him away either. So, I feel like if he catfished you, he deserved it. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he could. It was a birdie hern. <laughs> Did you hear that story? Nope. Tell me. There was a voice note going around that basically somebody claimed, which Bertie has strenuously denied, somebody claimed that they went on a date with a guy they've been chatting to for ages and the day before they were meant to meet him for dinner, he said, look, just a heads up, that's actually not me in the photos. <gasps> And, and and he said, I'm I'm actually quite a well-known guy and I didn't want to put my own photos up because I thought it would get out, blah, blah, blah. And he had said he was 37 or something. And then she went to the dinner and it was Bertie Hearn. This is all alleged. Off. This was in the WhatsApp voice note. But literally this voice note came out, say, on a Tuesday, right? Yeah. And by midday on that Tuesday, Bertie Hearn had given a statement <gasps> to independent.ie saying like these scurrilous rumours that was absolutely not me, which makes me think it was him because I'm yeah. like... If there's a rumour going around and you're like, that's ridiculous, that's not me, you wouldn't bother making no. a statement about it. Oh but anyway, so yours wasn't Bertie. No, mine wasn't Bertie. Um, it was somebody I know. No, it's not someone you know. Um, I, someone else might know them. Anyway, I people... Mind, Bertie. You really need to come up with better men than that. Like, <laughs> Hosier and Ryan Tuberty and a Bertie story. But anyway, so I, I happen to like two of those three men. We won't fight about them, so... Okay. <laughs> my ideal man just quickly would be Mick Flannery if you could assemble a man don't say you don't know him the singer yes okay thank god for a second I was like oh my god is he a TD I was like which TD is he <laughs> no 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 anyway so that that's hi Mick if you're listening you were great in Wheelands or sorry in Vicar Street the other week that sounds awful anyway so sounds this guy kind of, the way you said that was kind of stalkery as well you were, you were great in Vicar I Street know. the other week I was watching from outside the window <laughs> Okay, go on, sorry, go on. This guy, um, who shall not be named. Who shall not be named, if he does listen to this, he will know who he is. So I matched him on Tinder, right? Right. And he had his face in a pizza box, right? That was his opening picture, which I was okay. like, okay, at least he's not hugging some endangered species, which you see some of them doing, holding mm. a gun or something, or licking a cat or something. So Or, matched, or with their, just with their tongue out full stop. I'm like, keep your tongue in your mouth, lads. Or pouting. Or... Well, I don't really mind a pout, so... You know, a Snapchat filter. Get over it. Don't do it. Oh yeah, but then I hate when they moan about... Anyway, listen. They're Sorry, always moaning so about Snapchat filters. Go on, go on. Matched him on Tinder, matched him on Bumble. And I was like, oh, I can only handle one of you. Ha ha ha. Because you're everywhere. Like, kind of funny. Not really. <laughs> so, um, 
So his opening picture on both was with him with his face in a pizza box. Right. right? So I thought, okay, maybe he's got a sense of humor or I don't know, he's just pissed or something. So swiped on and he was kind of cute looking and I was like, okay, that's fine. Normally I'm like brown hair, beard, blue eyes, right? Sign me up. Very specific. Okay. I, it's yeah that's just it but this guy had kind of like sandy coloured hair pale skin couldn't see his eyes because there were just two little dots but then he looked a little bit different in the other picture and I thought okay well maybe that's old and that's kind of newer uh-huh. you know okay right I won't judge him his face is in a pizza box there's this opener right grand okay right so started talking to him anyway and he was really really funny like really witty and I was like, I don't really know if I fancy him or, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So I spoke to him for two or three weeks before I agreed to go and meet him. Two or three weeks? Yeah. Oh my God, you're playing the long game. Yeah, because I just find I can never keep it up for that long. I find it hard to fucking connect to them sometimes because they're just boring. So do I. But like after about four days, I just start writing back. Then I'm like, oh, this is going nowhere. Yeah. Sorry, go on. So you just need to speed things up then. You had your three week odyssey with Pizza Man. Yes. And uh, so we agreed to meet in town for a drink. Not in the big romance, <laughs> somewhere else. And this podcast is sponsored by the big romance. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good one. <laughs> Go there. Loads of beer, wine on tap. But Okay, you won't be doing the ads. No. <laughs> so anyway, I was getting a, p- a bikini wax, right? And the story has suddenly taken a I know, wild it's left a turn. Routi- it's a routine thing. So anyway. Do you get a bikini wax before every date? Because I was going to no. go on a date with a guy a couple of weeks ago who asked me to shave, who basically said... What? Well, we were kind of like sex. I hate the word sexting and there needs to be a better oh, yeah. word. And he said, by the way, shave your pussy. <laughs> and I, li- I, don't, I don't even think I wrote back after that. I, I think I actually said no. And then I was like, no, right. Yeah, I mean, it, reader, I married him. No, we didn't go on a date after, after that. Was that. Yeah, I don't think so. I sorry, would. you were getting your bikini so wax. getting my routine <laughs> bikini okay, sorry. wax. Not, not for the date. Not for the date. To be clear. Um, and... He sent me a photograph of himself in work. Now it's like half six, seven o'clock, right? Of him just going, oh no, I'm still in work. And I dropped the phone and the girl doing my bikini wax was like, are you okay? And I went, oh my God, I'm going on a date tomorrow night. And like, he just sent me a picture and it doesn't look like him at all. So in my head, he now looks like a pizza box, a guy with sandy hair, a guy with kind of a shaved head and now some guy that put on about three stone that did not remotely look like any of those three previous people. And I was like, what am I going to do? And she went, show me. And she went, mm, I don't know if you should go. And then I thought, am I going to be a bitch if I don't go? And then she was like, well, you don't know him. Like, so, you know, you don't owe him anything. Just mm. say no. He doesn't look like he, he pretended to look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. As in he misrepresented himself. Yeah. See, I would always go for the story, but I totally respect... Like he lied, so you yeah. don't you don't have to feel bad for being like, no, you're not who you said you were. But I'm a sap. So did you go? I, I didn't want to be a bitch. Great. So I went, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna go. And she went, you gotta let me know what happens. So and what happened? Met him the following night, right? So then I was thinking, who the fuck am I looking for when I go into Good the pub? Point. It could be one of four people. <laughs> and is anyone eating pizza? No, they weren't. <laughs> so. Anyway, jumped out of the taxi, went into P Max, which is where we went. And there was a guy standing there with kind of a floral kind of weird shirt on. 
But you see, I kind of like those weird paisy kind of shirts. I was okay. like, okay, little bonus point for, you know, trying to trying to look like, you know, a little bit different and not just wearing. And was it him? And it was him, but he okay. looked like yet another person. So I was like, fucking hell, like that's five different images I've had now in, in the past 24 hours of this person in my head. And I was like, er, I kind of don't think I fancy him. Mm-hmm. And he was shorter, you know, when he spoke, he, he kind of sounded different to what I thought he was going to sound like. You know, he said he was from Dublin, but, you know, he spent most of his time in Kerry. So I kind of had Kerry attributes put aside for that, <laughs> which still stand. And um, can't trust <laughs> Kerry men. And so he had gotten me a drink. He'd gotten me a gin beforehand because he'd remembered that I liked gin. That's very nice. So I was like, okay, brownie point. Did right? you ask, sorry, but like, did you ask him what the story was with all these photos? So I, I, I left it for 10 minutes right. and I just went, I almost said his name. <laughs> so I said, you know, what is the story with all the pictures? And he went, well, obviously the first one's a pizza box. I was just hungry. Grand. Second one was two years ago. Third one was in October when I shaved my head. And I went, last night's one, whatever angle you did, do not ever do that again because you looked literally like yourself in 20 years with three stone put on you like I mean not remotely like the person I'm looking at in front of me now which you know grand great so that was fine I got that off my chest and I said I wasn't going to come because I felt like you know I was in an episode of Catfish and it was going to go horribly wrong and he thought that was kind of funny and I was like well great yeah so I explained the whole bikini wax thing he thought (laughs) that was kind of funny and also reiterated it wasn't for his benefit and we got talking and we got on really well. And he was really, really funny, really entertaining. And there was this office work party thing behind us. And this girl just comes over. Now it's about four gins in. So I was kind of, you know, enjoying myself. And she goes, excuse me, uh, do you mind if I ask you a question? And I went, no, of course. And she stood in the middle and she went, you guys are clearly on a first date. And I was like, right, OK, how can you tell? She went, well, I'm looking at the body language. Who was this bitch? I don't know, right? And I was just going, um, okay. And I was looking at myself and said, I have my legs crossed, grand, but my arms weren't crossed. And like his arms weren't crossed. He was sitting straight. So I was like, that doesn't look too bad to me. Yeah. And she just turned around to him and went, do you see her? You're punching above your fucking weight with her. Don't fuck it up. And I just went, <gasps> I didn't know what to do. I, I, I mean, that's so rude. I was... Yeah, it was rude, but secretly I was like... I mean, you would be a bit secretly delighted, but like, that's really fucking rude. And also so awkward. And she went, well, see you now, patted me on the shoulder. (laughs) Good luck with that. And off she went back to her mates. I love the like female solidarity of that. Like, I'm going to go over and tell him that she's too good for him. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, can I have a double chin, please? After that going... I was kind of... It was kind of funny. And then I was like... That's, I don't know if he found it funny or no, not. No, well, it's but really rude. You'd be so offended. If it, somebody came over and said that, to, like if I was on a date with a guy and somebody came over and went, you're punching above your weight with him. Yeah. I'd probably burst out crying and go home. Well, I think she's probably been burnt before. So she, you know, felt We've all she been had burnt to. before, Jeannie. But I, I know I would never interrupt someone's date and just go, you know, you're punching here. A friend of mine was on a date a couple of years ago and when he, like it's, well, it's a friend of a friend of mine in my defence. And basically when the girl went to the bathroom she had been texting and he got really paranoid that she, that she was texting about uh-huh. him. So he picked up her phone to see if he could see what she'd been saying. But her, her phone was locked or whatever and he put it down. 
And then when she got back from the bathroom, the person at the table next to them came over and said, when you're in the bathroom, he was looking through your phone. <gasps> yeah. Fuck off. And she left. Good for her. Yeah, that's that's a really ominous sign. Fuck. Do but, you think... Um, oh, go on. Oh, sorry, just to get to the ghosting part of this. Oh, so, he sorry. ghosted you. Mr. Punching above his weight. Eventually. So we went on a couple of dates and we were having a great time. Um, now we got to, I think, maybe date four or five. Um, and through different reasons, we actually didn't get to sleep with each other. But I was really bold. One evening, he had come back up the road from Kerry. I was heading to Cork. Back up the road. I know. It's oh just... my God, Barack Obama Plaza was a Barack Obama Plaza. <laughs> I'm sure he passed that way, yeah, if he's coming from Kerry. But I literally just was like, I really want to sleep with him. I really want to sleep with him. So I just kind of booty called him at like half six on a Friday because I was thinking I'm going to have to sit in traffic for an hour if I if I go now. So why don't oh, yeah. I just utilise that hour instead and just have some fun? Fair. So, yeah. So I sent him a few messages and sussed it out. And he was almost back at home and he turned around and drove back to my house. So we had a little bit of fun before I hit the road to Cork because I knew I wasn't going to see him for another probably week or so, which is fine. But, you know, I just got to the point where I went, are we actually going to sleep with each other or what? Yeah, let's just make it happen. Yeah. So we did. And he was really nervous, which is kind of funny. But anyway... Um, <laughs> your face well I'm like I'm, I don't know I could tell he was really nervous yeah no no but I'm more kind of going oh nerves aren't that attractive but I suppose that's really judgmental I just didn't care I really just did not Fair. care and I made sure that I made a good effort before he, he showed up to get so. a bikini wax <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that still stood but um, yeah I made sure I had a nice little outfit on for him so you know make it worth his while because he did turn around in traffic and come back so that was it and that was fine. I headed to Cork, said I'll, I'll see you like next Wednesday or Thursday or whatever we had loosely agreed. And then the following week I said, right, do you want to go for dinner or something? As breezy as that. And I got nothing back for about two or three hours. Whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then a message came back in going, you know, I feel I feel really bad having to cancel on you because he had a couple of times that's work related I don't care Uh that's a different reason you know it's not that you don't want to do something Mm -hmm. you just can't so I'm not going to get upset over that and he was like I just feel bad that I've had to cancel on you and it's really not fair um but I can't make dinner this week and I just went okay yeah grand I said sure you know next week's fine you know that would have been two weeks grand I don't care yeah but that was it he disappeared never heard from him again Never heard from him again. And I suppose that's where the term ghosting comes from. We were getting on great. We yeah. were going to, we went to David O'Doherty. We had really good nights out. Went to Whelan Silent Disco on a Wednesday. I went to work absolutely hungover to hell. Mm. But we had a really, really good night. It was worth the, the hangover. Yeah. We had a really good, good time. We got on really well. We had a lot in common. And to this day, I have no idea why he and ghosted me. Have you ever felt like, because, so somebody ghosted me right in the past couple of weeks. We went on a really, really good date. Like we went for coffee, we went for food, we went for drinks, had a really, really good time. We arranged, he texted me when he left that night, like when he went, like when he went home. We hadn't even kissed, we just had a really nice time. And yeah. he messaged me that night and was like, so how do you think the date went? He was like, I'd love to see you again. Maybe we could go out, maybe we could watch Game of Thrones or whatever it was. So we said we'd do that. And then basically he texted the next day and said that he was 
that he didn't want to take things too quickly and that he yeah. still really wanted to see me again but could we see each other in a couple of days because this was on a Sunday and we kind of said we'd see each other on the Tuesday and then he was like listen I think things are moving too quickly can we just and I was like yeah sure never heard from him again what and then the other day I was like you know what fuck this I'm going to text him and I text him and, I'm, and I was basically like remember when you ghosted me and he was like I didn't ghost you and I was like no you did like that was six weeks ago and like I haven't heard from you and he was like Oh, like, no, like, I didn't mean to ghost you. And then he was like, anyway, how's, how's the online dating going? I've, I've, um, do you have any good stories? I do. And I was like, no, what? Like, no, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. And then I said something about it again. I said, so when you tell me you'd really like to see me again, were you just bullshitting me? Yeah. And he said, no, I would really like to see you again as a friend. And I was like, we're not friends. We're never friends. (laughs) And he goes, um, uh, no, but I think we could be. Or something and I said if you tell someone you're afraid things are moving too quickly and that you'd like to see them again but maybe in a couple of days you're giving them the wrong message if you want to yeah. be friends and he was like oh yeah okay but I'm like such a stubborn bitch that I had to know you know what I mean that I was like yeah. what happened like I almost would have called him from a private number well no I probably wouldn't have maybe maybe I would have see part of me for my guy I would really like to know because I was, you know, very laid back about things. And that's just my general demeanour anyway. I'm not like, oh, my God, it's, you know, 53 minutes since I sent that Mm. message and he hasn't read it. I didn't get the two blue ticks on WhatsApp or Mm. anything like that. But I just don't understand what went wrong. Or, you know, if he wasn't interested in dating, then why are you on a dating site? Yeah, yeah. And it kills me that I know he follows me on Twitter. He's on my Instagram, right? If I put up anything on Insta stories, like he's all over it. He watches everything. So I know he's like still kind of. He's paying attention to you still. Paying attention to me. Yeah. And the sad thing is, if he picked up the phone and went, do you want to go out? I probably would because I had such a good time with him. How long ago was this? Where are we now? April. So like six weeks ago? Yeah. Eight weeks ago. Okay. I was going to say, like, if it was, I was going to forbid it, basically. If it had been more than kind of three months, I was going to say, no, Jeannie. No. Mm -mm. I know. But deep down, I know that he is probably a similar character to the person that we have in common from years and years ago. Mm -hmm. The same kind of aloof, but kind of funny when they want to be. Kind of pick it up, drop it, pick it up, drop it. Like very casual, but like. Yeah. So I figured out. Yeah. yeah, But there's a waste of time. Deep down, I know that. Yeah. I could actually talk about dating forever. But we're going to have to wrap it up as I'm trying to make my podcast episodes shorter and it's not going that well. <laughs> Jeannie, thank you so much. You're very welcome. For taking the time to come in. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Is there anywhere you'd like to point? Do you want people to follow you online? Um, not really, but like... <laughs> well then, you can find me at mushyp007 on Twitter and Instagram. If anyone wants to stalk me, that'd be great. Never you, had one. Do you like mushy peas? I actually hate mushy peas. Oh. And I'm not really a James Bond fan either. Was this just like a... relic from the hotmail days it's a relic from hotmail yeah exactly well thank you so much for taking the time thank you for having me and thank you to my producer Liam who puts my podcast together each and every fortnight and is very good at it has his own podcast Meet Your Maker you'll find that at meetyourmaker.ie you can subscribe on Patreon patreon.com slash McCabe with an A in my Mac from $1 a month as I said the first option you'll see is $4 you can edit it down to one if you're cheap no I mean if you just can't afford the $4 that's fine and then you can read my work and you can also support the work of making this podcast and the last thing you could do for me is you could rate, review and subscribe on iTunes if you're listening to this on an iPhone on iOS it really helps other people find me and gives me an ego boost that I sorely need and I will catch you next time 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 